Hey everybody, welcome to Cafe Grit. Today we're gonna to talk about failure and setbacks and how we handle them. So let's get going. Welcome to Cafe Grit. My name is Beth Ann Campbell and I am the author of Where the Hell is My Bacon? A book about a corporate team that triumphed over shitty leadership with the help of fried pork. I open Cafe Grit as a place where you can join me in figuring out how to channel your grit and find your voice in the world, whatever that means for you. This is the place to go when you've got the hankering for purpose, the taste for fulfillment, and you're tired of living the rat race. Thanks for stopping in. Cafe Grit is now open for service. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Cafe Grit. Thank you so much for being here today. I'm your host, Beth Ann Campbell. And today we are going to talk about failures and setbacks and how we deal with those in our everyday life, especially when we're trying to pursue something. So should be a, a fun conversation, conversation with myself. I wish I wasn't talking to myself, but I feel like I'm talking to all of you. So anyway, um, before we get started, I hope you all are doing well. And uh, it is a lovely day here in Virginia. It is very late fall as I record this. And it is, oh, about 60 degrees, which, what is that, about 15 degrees Celsius? So about 60 Fahrenheit, maybe 15 degrees Celsius. Beautiful day today. Uh, not complaining at all. I know some of you are in snow right now. If you are watching on video, you will note that I'm wearing a hat, which is not unusual. I wear hats often, but today I'm wearing a hat for a reason, and that is because I uh, got my hair trimmed over the weekend. And let me just say, I did not, this was a little bit of a rash decision on my choice of hairstylists. And I will only say that this was a salon at a major department store. And I happened to be shopping in a mall and I've been way overdue. I had had pandemic hair. I looked like the fucking bride of Frankenstein with two streaks of white going through my hair. So I was very overdue. Wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. I was hoping to get a little bit of a consultation. Um, but then I was just there and they had openings the next day. So I scheduled an appointment. I said, fuck it, let me do it. And uh, I ended up getting bangs. Yeah. So why is that? Why is that a thing? Why is it even a, a topic of conversation? Well, I have a long hate relationship with bangs. I love the look of them. I think they are adorable and they make people look younger. I really love the bangs. If you've ever watched, um, oh God, I can't even think of the name of it. It's the um, Unsellable Houses, the one that's uh, the HGTV program that's set in uh, Washington near Seattle and the twins, twin win. And one of them has this dark hair with these gorgeous bangs and I really want those bangs. But my friends, I was not blessed with a Jason Bateman head of hair, unfortunately. I uh, have fine hair and I don't have, a, it's not super thick, unlike my sister's. So when I get bangs, unless I'd go full on mullet and get like the entire top of my head cut, I have just, I can get wispy bangs and I just, wispy bangs don't work for me, but I, I caved in, I let it happen. And I should have called my bangs buddy. My sisters are my bangs buddies. They're the ones that talk me out of getting bangs because every time I get them, I hate them. But I did not. Um, and I'm sorry, Allison and Susan. 
uh, next time I will know better. So um, I'm not I'm not real happy with the bangs. You know, it takes a little bit of work to get them to look decent. So they're going to be under a hat for maybe a month or two until they grow out and we get back to normalcy. So that's why I'm wearing a hat. <laughs> not that I wouldn't wear and don't love hats anyway. But anyway, here's where we're at today. Let's talk about failure and setbacks. So this has been a bit of a topic in my life recently, and I um, I will talk about that a little bit, but I was listening this morning to one of my favorite podcasts. It's called My Favorite Murder with Georgia Hardstark and Karen Kilgariff. It, it is a true crime slash comedy program by category, but I will tell you it is so much more than true crime. Just some of the conversation that they have and the book that they wrote, I think I've talked about before, it's called uh, My um, Stay Sexy and Don't Get Murdered, which is not at all about murder. It is just a really great feminist, um, empowering kind of a, a memoir for both of them, which I love. But I was listening to the podcast this morning, and they were just doing some pre-podcast chat. And they were talking about recovery and how it is so human to fail in our lives repeatedly. Um, and this is not a bad thing, right? Failing and recovery over and over and over builds resilience. This is what they talked about. And, and it helps us to try harder. And I totally believe that too. Um, and I think few things in life personify grit more than picking yourself up and moving forward after you've had a setback or you failed. I really I really do feel feel bad because I know a lot of people in in life who never learned how to how to fail. They never learned how to deal with setbacks and failures and they struggle a lot now and and I did um for reasons mostly because I had a mother who just made me um, be accountable for my failures. And I'll, um, I'm hoping to talk about that. I, I know I talked about that last episode. I really want to talk about some of the stuffs um, that I'm thinking about in the t- context of my mom. But um, anyway, so I think, I think um, this idea of that we are human and we fail and we have setbacks, we are imperfect. And then we pick ourselves up and we move on, even though we just feel like shit and we have inner voices and such that is true grit. And this came to a head for me in my journey with health and fitness and trying to become a healthier person. So I've been working with this amazing health, 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 and I can't talk today, health and fitness. I'm going to take a drink of my, uh, my mason jar. There is nothing like a mason jar, especially if you are living in the South where mason jars are kind of part of the culture, but they are just great. They make great uh, uh, drinking vessels as well. So I have been working with my awesome health and fitness coach, Jillian Davies. I'll look her up. Um, She is amazing. And um, we've been together uh, in this program, um, this repeated program, because I'm I'm now in my third phase of this since April. And since April, since I started this, I've made great progress every week. Week to week, I've never gained weight. I had, I think, one week very early on where I didn't lose anything, but then the body kicked in. And since then, since April, I've been steadily losing half a pound to two pounds, sometimes a little more every single week. I've really just been rocking it, you know, sticking with the program, learning about boundaries. And I'm not 
um, insensitive to the fact that when you're on a weight loss journey, eventually things slow down. You can hit a plateau, your body just adjusts more, it's smaller, so it doesn't burn as many calories. And I remind myself of that every week, every day, that eventually things will slow down. I'm not going to always be losing one, one and a half, two pounds every single week. But since April, I've been losing consistently and it's, I've been very happy about it. It's been, um, been wonderful. Um, until the week after our American Thanksgiving holiday, which was last week, as I record this, I gained a couple of pounds in that two week period. And oh my fucking God, how cliche is that? Who doesn't say I'm going to gain weight at Thanksgiving? And sure enough, that's what I did. Now, I was still following the plan. I didn't like I wasn't for two weeks just completely um, giving up the plan. In fact, I was still following the, the plan pretty closely is as far as I was tracking my food, which I, 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 I do every day. Um, I have a caloric goal. I don't really limit what I eat, but I have a caloric goal and I was doing great on that. Um, I wasn't eating perfectly, but I was not also overeating massively over overeating like I had in the past either. So staying on goals, still keeping up with my exercise, um, still, um, doing my strength training. And yet I found myself stepping on the scale and I'd lost a little over two or I uh, gained a little bit over two pounds. And logically I knew that there were some reasons, some obvious reasons for that gain, even though I'd been staying within my caloric goal, um, and doing my exercises, I knew that there are reasons that, you know, it's, it's not, uh, it's not sometimes so cut and dry as calories in calories out. So logically I knew I was eating a lot of, uh, restaurant food. So I was off for almost the full week. And um, my husband and I were out and about shopping, running errands, um, and we were eating a lot of restaurant food, a lot of convenience food. So my salt intake was probably through the roof. Um, and you know, I, you don't have any control over over how food is prepared um, when you're in a restaurant. You have a little bit. You can say, "I'd like it this way," and you can choose things. But you, you, we all know salt and sugar are added just ad nauseum. They're key ingredients for enhancing flavor, and that's why you know. And over time, you just um, you do get used to it, and you crave it. Um, so, restaurant food and all of that, the in- ingredients in there. Um, my digestion was definitely off. I'm sure that the the um, lack of more structured eating and um, more wholesome eating was part of that. I really felt very bloated, kind of backed up. If I'm truthful, if I may talk for just a second about digestion and bowel movements, you know, I'm, I'm a pretty regular person. And before I started this journey, I, I had a lot more frequent bowel movements. And so this has been an adjustment for me that I don't have one every single day. Um, so what has happened lately is I have one about every other day and um it's kind of colossal if i'm being truthful so i'm sure that was part of it sorry to get so graphic on you um so i was feeling very bloated and backed up i'm sure i was not eating enough fiber again 
eating out a lot, um, not drinking my usual barrel of water. Um, if you're on video, you'll see I have my 24 plus ounce mason jar and I usually have this sitting at my desk and I fill this up at least um, a couple of times uh, plus drinking a lot of water when I'm doing my workouts. Um, so my schedule is off. You know, again, logically, I, I'm, I'm processing these things in my head. My schedule's off. My husband and I traveled for a couple of days, um, went to a great concert um, for a day. And um, so that was, you know, it was a little off, um, you know, tried to keep to a pretty normal schedule, but we were traveling, sitting, um, not quite staying on track, staying up a little bit later, getting up a little bit later because we were off of work. Um, what else? I was also coming off some minor injuries, right? I had a little toe thing. I have like big feet and I frequently have toe stuff where I just roll a toe or something. But so I had a little foot thing going on, I don't know, three or four weeks ago. And um, so that slowed me down. I had to change to doing um, biking for a while and weaning myself into walking. And I haven't been, um, I was on a running routine, an interval running routine for a while. And I wasn't doing that either. And I wasn't sleeping quite as well. Because again, I'm staying up a little bit later. Um, I'm not eating well. Maybe I'm eating a little bit later than I normally would have. And so I've got the, the bloat going on and salty processed food, blah, blah, blah. All of these things are true. Um, and, and we're likely the cause of my weight gain. Um, not, you know, like I was binging or anything because I wasn't. And yet I felt horrible about it. My logical brain knows what's going on, but my emotional brain sees that number on the scale. And there was a, a, a split second, a, a New York minute where I was devastated. You know, it's just when you try so hard and then you don't see the results. And in fact, you get negative results. It's, it's difficult. I have an inner critic, just like all of you do. Her name is Liz, if I haven't mentioned that before. Um, but yeah, you know, it's especially when you're on a journey or you're trying, it's like, it's like those times when you try really hard to do the right thing and you still get in trouble for it. Like I mentioned this in one of my previous episodes, it's called um, this one time I got in trouble when I was doing something for my team morale and I ended up getting in trouble for it. It's kind of like that, like you're trying and um, you're really working hard and you're trying to and you're and you're faced with these challenges in my case it was a week off and schedule changes and just not being quite on the same um, routine that i was in so yeah so i stepped on the scale i was depressed for uh about a heartbeat and then i had to remind myself that this is all part of the journey that i didn't sign up for this to be perfect and that this is what humans do. This is what real humans do. They they are are not perfect. This is what in in the, in the realm of weight. This is very common. Like people that don't struggle with weight go up and down. It's just how life works, right? You go on a vacation or you have a holiday and you gain a few and then you just um, get back on track. And I have to remind myself constantly that I that this is a journey. We fail. We have setbacks. Sometimes we take two steps forward, we take two steps back, and then we come together because the sets attract and you know, little Paula Abdul there, but no, seriously, we, we do take, um, sometimes we go a little forward and we have to backtrack a little bit. We have a setback. 
So the next day after my way day, I talked with, with my coach, Jillian, who's awesome. If I haven't mentioned, um, you should look her up on LinkedIn or Facebook. And uh, we talked about this in our weekly session. And I was in a better state at that point, but still um, kind of running through my head uh, all these things that I was going to do to fix it. So I was very motivated. Like I, I had this setback. I gained the weight. I know logically now I'm a little bit over that in, initial emotional hurdle, um, the shock of it all after almost eight months of, of um, I guess it's been seven months, seven months of doing so well. And, um, but I had all these plans to fix it. I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to really cut down. I'm in more fiber, blah, blah. And, and Jillian kind of stopped me. And this is what she's so good at. And she gave me some really great advice. She said, don't try to do a bunch of new things to fix the problem because it's not a problem. It's not a, it's not a, a flaw. It's normal. So don't treat it like it's a bad thing that I have to make good. Um, and I like that. I really, that really resonated with me because you, she's right. It's not a problem. It's just, this is no, what happens to us normally. We have setbacks in life. We're human. We're imperfect beings. We fuck up all the time and then we get back up. And just like they said on my favorite murder, it makes us more resilient and we keep trying. And that for me at its basic core, that's what grit is all about. It's being able to pick back up and move on and, and to not beat ourselves up about it, to not um, fall into that myth that somehow we are bad people or that we've done bad things. It's just normal life stuff. We don't need to fix it. We just need to move on. So so that's what I did. I just uh, got back to the, the normal. So what is setting you back and how are you dealing with it? So are you forgiving yourself when you have a setback or when you, quote, fail? Are you beating yourself up? Is your inner critic, is, is she or he or they a total fucking bitch like mine? It's okay, by the way, to tell your inner critic to shut the fuck up. I do it all the time. I know some people like to ignore it. Some people don't like to give it that power. I like to take the power by giving it an identity and talking to it. I know that my inner critic comes from a place of, you know, many decades of history of wanting to protect me. And I get that. And so I acknowledge that, but then I tell her to shut the fuck up because she's annoying. So it's okay to want to do better. Um, that's perfectly fine. Just don't let it derail you and don't let it make you feel like a piece of shit because you're not a piece of shit. You know what you are? You are a fucking rock star. I hope that you don't let anyone tell you otherwise. And you know what else? Don't get bangs unless you're willing to deal with the uh, the consequences and you have like a giant massive amount of Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman's got an amazing head of hair. If you have a Jason Bateman head of hair, get bangs. Or if you just like wispy bangs, then have at it, but I don't. So if you are like me, get yourself a bangs, buddy. All right, everybody, a little uh, discussion about failure and setback. I would love to hear about your challenges with both of those. So hit me up on LinkedIn, Bethann Campbell. I'm on Instagram or Facebook at, at the bean 67 That's T-H-E-B-E-A-N-N 
67 or you can go to my website that's bethancampbell.com and with an e i hope you guys have a wonderful wonderful week take it easy everybody Hey, everybody. Thanks for stopping by Cafe Grit, where the moxie is fresh, the passion cold brewed, and everything is served with a heaping side of mojo. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider giving it a rating or review on your favorite podcast streaming platform. I'll be forever grateful, and in return, I'll wish upon you copious amounts of bacon, your favorite hot beverage, and of course, pie. Cafe Grit is a production of Beth Ann Campbell, LLC. Thanks again for stopping by, and remember, you do have grit. You are a fucking rock star, and don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Take it easy.